You're not totally single because there is a man next to you right there <laughs> who is, by the way, no, no offense to my sex, but probably better than 90% of the guys you're going to meet. <laughs> Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing all right. Doing all right. Doing all right. It's caller day. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh. That was very convincing. You seemed like you really didn't know that. Oh, I like caller day. So we don't have a caller. I did forget for about one second before you said it, what, what I was doing here. I was convinced by your surprise face. All right. We Sold. are joined today by Anna. Anna, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Do you mind giving us your age, your the age of the person who we're going to talk about? I think it's your ex, if I remember correctly, and also your region and your story. Uh, so I am a 31-year-old uh, bi-cis female. The ex-boyfriend in question is 30 years old, and we are in San Diego, California. Okay. San Diego. I feel Beautiful like San Diego is so hot right now. It is. San yeah. Diego is like the center of attention. You these mean days. like hot, like like it's it's popular. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, also, it's also it's also, also hot. hot. <laughs> I, you also know, otherwise, yeah. It's also I I I was looking at a map the other day. I forgot. It's amazing how close to Mexico San Diego is. It's like you could walk to Mexico. Yep. I don't I don't think people think of that when they think of San Diego. I did not know like that. That's a that's a benefit of living in San Diego. You want to go to Mexico, you just take a walk to Mexico. Is he exaggerating? No, he is not. I'm actually, so I was born in San Diego, but my family is all in Tijuana. So I've always been back and forth across the border. Oh. I'm a border kid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she, she is qualified she, to answer. She knows better than you. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. Okay. So Anna, do you mind telling us your story? Mm-hmm. Sure. So my boyfriend and I were together for about three years. And during the course of our relationship, we adopted a dog. His name is Zeke. And um, this breakup happened pretty recently. It was about a week ago on Sunday. And yeah, yeah. Um, So my question to you guys was, how can I have a clean break when we have something still keeping us together, which is the dog? Because I listened to your episode with Amy Chang. I even bought her book. And I was like, okay, I need to adopt these philosophies so that I can move on. But we have a dog together. That Mm. is almost impossible to have a clean break. So I wanted your opinion. From what I recall about your email, the dog was technically yours? Oh, yeah. Legally, he's mine, like document-wise. But... In California, I think it's much more than who whose name is on the adoption papers mm-hmm. because he has taken care of the dog and we've had like equal custody over it. Um, if we were to take it to court, I, I might not be able to keep them. Like mm. I would still maybe be legally required to continue this um, like dual partnership or like ownership of the dog. Uh, and just because I also remember this from your email, you had, I believe, promised your ex when you guys were still together that if anything happened that you guys would, you had agreed that if you, if it ended, yeah. you would share custody of the dog. Yeah. Yeah. But because we, in my opinion, didn't end things so amicably, like mm-hmm. 
I kind of want to use this as a as F a you. way to like yeah, exactly <laughs> like I love the honesty to hurt him. yeah <laughs> respect you know what's funny is i thought like it was gonna take till 10 minutes in to get yeah. that honesty out of her but right up she's like i want to like yeah this is gonna be a good call yeah. i like the tone yeah i like the tone too by the way for people listening there is an incredibly cute dog yes. sleeping Zeke right behind is her unbelievably you can't cute. see it and i and i the dog's head is on one side of her head and then his little rump is on the other side just sleeping oh, like, like a loin in the back. He's peacefully sleeping like there's no, nothing in the world he's yeah, worried about. He's he very has no cute. idea what's yeah. going on. Okay. I mean, Anna, I knew that this was going to be a tough one. Does California make everything difficult for everybody? <laughs> like, can anyone do anything in California? I'm actually shocked that this is a legal thing. I hadn't realized that. It's yeah. crazy. So, so I worked in family law briefly and... This was maybe four or five years ago. And I remember my old boss saying like, yeah, I had to do a parenting plan for, you know, a client because they were just in love with the dogs. And I was like, oh, gosh, I hope I'm never in that in that situation. And then here I am maybe in that situation. Hmm. Wow. You know, it's funny. I actually didn't realize when we were going to have this call that it would involve the law. I yeah. thought it was, I thought Zeke was your dog. It's just a moral situation. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. thought it was a moral thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like the dog probably sees your ex as yeah. a parent as well. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely complicated. Okay. So there's some details we have to hash out here. When you wrote the email, you guys hadn't broken up yet. Is that? No, when I, when I wrote the email, we were broken up like the day before so i wrote oh. the email oh, on so a monday okay yeah yeah it's rare that we have this kind of turnaround yeah. for a call actually oftentimes when we have callers like a month or two has gone yeah by, they're already so married to the person yeah. they're like, <laughs> they're okay. like, they're like i do have updates <laughs> but it's not the same question yeah this is very fresh okay 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 so how did the breakup happen the breakup happened so we had been having uh problems before and we had agreed that we were going to go to couples therapy. He had been taking his time uh, to find a therapist because we were going to use his um, health insurance for this. Um, and I'd been pestering him like, hey, when are we going to go? When are we going to go? When are we going to go? And he just kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. I am a bit of a spender. I like luxury items <laughs> and I've always loved fashion. Um, so I'm, I'm a big impulse shopper, which, you know, was always like a big issue in the relationship. He is very frugal. I don't really limit myself, but I'm not hurting myself financially. I'm not going bankrupt, buying certain things. I'm, I'm buying what I know I can afford mm -hmm. and that's it. So I had bought a purse for my birthday in September and I made the promise that I wouldn't buy anything like very spendy. Um, and I made the mistake of doing so. I impulse bought a pair of sandals that cost more than the average sandal would cost. <laughs> So and like more, more than like eight dollars. Because I'm, ne I've never yes. bought a sandal more than eight dollars. <laughs> and you mean your Tevas? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe they're like nineteen dollars. I'm exaggerating. Yeah. I the but honesty coming good, out in this call is killing me. I tremendous. love it. I love it. I've seen. I've seen. I know what sandals you're talking about. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen these types of sandals. 
I look at these sandals and I was like, that's a sandal that cost that that cost a lot of money, that sandal. I yeah. see that sometimes in the street. So yeah. Okay, so I understand I, the struggle. I assume that the spendy sandal caused friction. Oh yeah, it's it, I call it the sandal fiasco. Like he got really upset. He said that I betrayed his trust and his reasoning for breaking up is that he felt or feels like he can no longer trust me because I promised him that I wouldn't buy anything and I ended up buying. But wait, I I, want to clarify something here. You guys lived together. I assume you, you were in the same. We, we, I spent, um, my weekends with him, but we don't live together. Why is he? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Let me handle this. (laughs) Hold on a second. I'm getting excited. Getting a little, this is serious. Why is he questioning your spending? You you guys don't even live together. We don't share finances. We don't live together. Um, That is the big question. Uh, It's something that I have struggled with for some time now. Like, I'm not asking you for anything. We even go halfsies on, like, dinner. Okay. Okay. Oh, this my is, God. Okay. This was a problem about a dog. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the dog is no longer. Well, it this. sounds like the problem is over because they're broken up. Dog's out of this. Yeah. The it's dog, no longer a dog well, question. That will come around. This we'll is come another question. I have an issue with this. What, what, what the hell is he reaching in your pocket for? What? Why does he? What is? Why? why? Is, it's none of his business how you spend your money. Yeah, you could buy a million dollar sandal. Who cares? What's it? Why? Why is it his as, issue? As long as you, do you have kids together. No. Do you? Do you pay his mortgage? Like. No. So what's what's the issue here? Why is he questioning your expenses? Well, it sounds like he was look. It sounds like he's had one foot out the door to me. But what so am I the? Is that going out? Reason to not well, question her expenses. I know. I know. If he's got one foot out the door, what does he no, care? No, but what, what I'm saying is on. one foot out the door, meaning this was his his oh, impetus. His he was like, oh, that's yeah. the catalyst. That uh, that's the reason. I mean, that's possible. But that's, he was dragging his feet for couples therapy. Okay, that's possible. But either way, we're dealing with a guy who he shouldn't was, be in a relationship. No, he was with. trying to find a way to end this relationship while maintaining the upper hand. Yeah, but has he throughout your relationship been questioning your finances, even when things were good? Yeah. And I don't think okay. that's the reason. I think this is this is a real problem. Like, this is <laughs> weird as hell. Why is he, why does he care? I mean, it's over. The relationship is over. No, well, why did he care? Why did he have a right to question your expenses? I, I don't know. He's always considered himself very frugal, which in his defense, I will say he has been saving to purchase a home. Mm-hmm. So he's been limiting his purchases because he has this ultimate goal, right? Okay, I get it now. So he was making a moral judgment on you the same way he would make if you had, you know, bad taste in movies or something. And he was just yeah. like, I hate the movies you like. That's a point of friction for us. So he was making a judgment on your character. Yeah, he was but- saying that I don't want to be with a woman who's going to spend money on a sandal, which I'm guessing... I don't know. What, what is sandal? Six hundred dollars sandal? Is that something that exists? I Dang. don't. I don't think Dang. it's. <laughs> yes. God, I know my sandal. I know my luxury sandal. I I agree with you. I think that he 
this was instead of making about trust, he said it was about trust, but right. I really do think it's a, a moral thing. He's judging yeah, her, her character. Her, yeah, her character. She says she spends money. She's she's gonna they're gonna get married. She's gonna spend all the money. The kids not gonna be able to go to school. I really hated like, how. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm just saying uh, that's what's happening here. Yeah. I don't think your relationship was far enough along for him to really have the right to really. Are you kidding? They don't you. live together. They don't share finances. She makes her own money. She's spending her own money. He has the right himself, if he wants to be this guy, to make that character judgment and bail out of the relationship. I'm not questioning that. I don't agree with him, but he doesn't have a logistical right to question your expenses. That's ridiculous. Hopefully, this makes you feel good about the breakup. It does, and I. You know, I actually had brunch with some girlfriends earlier and they asked me, do you really want to be in a relationship where you have to justify everything that you buy? Mm. And I was like, no, I don't. That's very controlling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, As long as you don't feel like it's out of hand and it's some bigger issue, then yes, I have. I mean, but but honestly, I don't want to get too caught up on that because that's not really the question. I understand. I'm sorry. It was sidetracked, but that is is a big deal. That is really juicy, though. Like, I do want to, like, (laughs) dig into that, but I'm resisting because of Zeke sleeping in the background. Who's sleeping? He just has to give an F. Not one (laughs) F is given by that dog. He's got it made. Okay. I hate that the law is a part of this because, honestly. That's your dog. That's your dog. I, I, I'm torn because, okay, so one of the reasons why I chose your question, beside it being a great question, was, Andy, you have gone through something similar. I did. You've been the guy in this relationship. I was hoodwinked. <laughs> I had the cat. And the cat was, it was supposed the to be. The cat belonged to the ex-girlfriend. The, the ex-girlfriend had the cat. I, I inherited the cat. And I had the cat after the breakup for, it's got to be like a year and a half. Are you serious? Two years. She Something just, like that. I don't remember. Well, because you loved the cat way more than she did, and you sort of became. Well, I don't want to question her love of the cat. <laughs> my the way I sh- I displayed my love to the cat, I think was superior. <laughs> I, I think I'm a great lover of cats. Don't. What do you? What do you I'm not laughing. Okay. No, continue. So, the cat was in my possession for somewhere in the vicinity of a year. She sort of under the under the guise of, oh, I just want to see the cat for like a few days was I'm a softy. I was like, you know what? I don't I don't want to cause any friction, trouble. She has the right. So I, I let her see the cat for a few days. A few days became the rest of the cat's life. He but never saw the cat. I never saw again. the cat again. Um, Not to scare you. <laughs> never saw the cat again. I didn't mean for that to turn into a cautionary tale, but I just want to say that you've been on the other side of this. Yeah. And I do think there's a lot of emotional attachment. Like that being you're said, both, you co-parent my, the dog. My allergies got a lot better. That's the upside. <laughs> just want to make that clear. Charlene, universally, we endorse things that we like. Uh-huh. And what I love about, frankly, is I don't have to do any work convincing people. <laughs> just look. Look, you, all you have to do is look. Yes, of course. Right now we are talking about, frankly, apparel, which is the brand of the body. Yeah, no, we're talking about, frankly, apparel, the brand that makes the bodysuit I'm currently wearing. Mm-hmm. And the thing that makes, frankly, apparel different from the rest is that they make clothes you do not need to wear a bra with. Amazing. Yeah, I am, believe it or not, not wearing a bra right now. I wouldn't believe it if I didn't know it was true. <laughs> And in case you don't believe me, you can see the back. Let's see it. Do the reveal. Dun, dun, dun. No possibility of a bra in no, there. Not hiding any bra under there. Yeah. And I love how it's really supportive. It's not just those 
those thin little shelf Mm-mm-mm. situations. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you don't I, know what I'm talking about, but sometimes idea. the idea of no bra is really just a thin piece of elastic right. with some fabric. It's this is, not. This, this is, is science. Legit. This is science. <laughs> this yeah, is, this is a lab. This is engineering. It's a team right of engineers. Yes. Yeah. There's a big difference, and I love it. I love that it's comfortable. Bringing a bra every day is not always. And yeah, it goes with everything. And I love it too. You love it too. I do. Mm-hmm. And worth mentioning, Frankly Apparel is a small business. It is woman owned. Mm-hmm. They only make product according to how well it sells. So there's very little waste. Big love deal. that. Mm-hmm. Big deal. And also the founders of Frankly Apparel are Shandy's. Biggest deal. The biggest deal of all. Yes. <laughs> They're fans of us. We're fans of them. But that's not the only reason. No, I really do love reasons. their stuff. Flattery will only get you so far. <laughs> that's true. So if you too are interested in going bra free, but not necessarily looking like it, mm. go to franklyapparel.com slash Shandy and use the code Shandy to save $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's franklyapparel, F-R-A-N-K-L-Y apparel.com slash Shandy. But but yeah, no, it, it this is a very, this could be a very touchy situation i really want to know how much does this guy love the dog how much does he want to be a part of this dog's life or do you feel it's like a power play thing it's definitely not a power play he really does genuinely love the dog okay yeah does he love the dog to a level where like with the dog was removed from his life entirely there'd be like there'd be problems (laughs) i i believe so he does my ex does suffer from depression and the mm. dog has been able to help him uh, with that. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I love it when a nugget uh, makes the answer a lot thickens. easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but it, the plot thickens, but it also makes it a lot clearer. Mm. You know, I, so Amy Chan's book is amazing. I love it. I love the advice, you know, seeking the, what, oh, the oxytocin. Oxytocin, yeah, seeking yeah. the oxytocin elsewhere and not trying to get that hit from your ex-partner mm. and just staying emotionally attached and not reinforcing the neuropathways, all that stuff. But I also think that life gets in the way. You know, let's say you've got kids together. You just sort of have to navigate that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I am not sure we're qualified to tell you exactly how that should be done, unfortunately. But I think Personally, if I were you, I would keep this as strictly business as possible. Like we will only communicate about the dog in a logistical sense. And maybe down the road, you, it'll, it can become an amicable co-parenting situation. Obviously, you're not going to jump into being all friendly with each other. But even without the law involved, knowing he suffers from depression, I understand wanting to give him the F you and not let him see the dog. But it's just sort of the right thing to do. I would I would just caveat that and say that it's a see how he behaves through this process. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I think you should see how he behaves. If he acts entitled or starts getting difficult to deal with in any way, I think you should consider letting him go for it. Go see call his bluff. Like, is he really going to go through the court system to get visitation rights with your dog? I don't think he is. But that's not fair to, to put that on him. I think he should have the right. I, I know you're questioning what I'm saying. No, I think he should have the right. You should give him the right out of respect and taking the high road to let him share in some way the dog with you. But but on a pro, on a probation system. 
for me, what I what brings me to bring it back to Amy Chan's book yet again, you know, she has that chapter all about like the temptation to bash your ex and talk about how shitty they were, like the way we just did about the finances, even though I do think we're objectively right about that. Mm. It's not really going to serve you. And therefore, I I think just aiming to keep it as amicable and adult mm-hmm. as possible mm-hmm. is really going to help you. And it's also going to. I think it will quicken the healing process, too. Of course, the best way to, to quicken the healing process is just not communicate at all. But just holding that grudge, holding on to that resentment of like, well, you did this to me. You broke up with me that now you don't get to see the dog or I'm going to be a pain in the ass about how often you get to see the dog or how easy I make it for you to see the dog. I do think that those are other forms of, you yeah. know, bitching about the, you know, I do think that you're holding on to I would go energy as, output towards vilifying him, which is still reinforcing that connection. Right. I would I would go as far as saying that the connection that you will maintain by holding fast and not letting him participate in the dog's life will be stronger yes. than the connection you'll have if you have this amicable understanding that you share the dog. This is one of those tough situations where you have to go into robot mode. And that yeah. is not I am not envious. No, of you. this is not going to be easy. But the clear answer here is you should take the high road on a probation of a very yeah. probatory. <laughs> no, it's what's, true. What's You're the, making what, a good is there a word for this? Probatory. Is that, is that a word? Probatory. Do you know? <laughs> it, it might be a word. It sounds. Ba- basically, I'm convinced. Here, not, here, I got it. I got it. You probationary? Should, you should, probationary. I, that's also possible. Probation. They're all, they may all be words. Now they're words, at least. <laughs> yeah. Now, officially. I think to... to I, I, got, I got the right one here. Okay. Keep him on a short... Leash? <laughs> Good, Andy. So, um, he, so before we broke up, because um, he his family is out of state, they're in Oregon, and he was going to go be with his family for the entire month of December. And the plan was he was going to drive up, take Zeke, and I was going to catch up with him for Christmas. And, um, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You were going to catch up with him? Yeah. Like I was going to fly because I don't have very flexible uh, work like he does. He works in tech so he can work from home. I have to go to the office every day. So I took two weeks off. And I was going to meet him and his family for Christmas. You know. Well, okay. Whoa. 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 <laughs> whoa. whoa. Why, what? What? Yeah. Why? Why do you think we're having this reaction? Um. <laughs> I. I. I don't know. Why would you do? Why are you spending Christmas with his family? That's insane. Oh no no no! That was before. Oh. Oh, that was oh, before. oh my god! I was like oh my god. blowing my. I was like <laughs> oh. this. I was about no, to literally hang know. up on you. That was going to be the first time I've ever hung up on a call. No, like, goodbye. I, I okay. would never do that to myself okay, okay, after okay. breaking up. No, okay. no, I already have my money back from Delta. Like everything. Okay, good, good, good. Oh, yeah. oh, like, Delta is very reasonable, by the way. Yeah, very reasonable. I'm going to spend my my time with my family instead of you know what we had planned. But I still don't know if he should take Zeke for an entire month over to Oregon. Mm. Wait, that was the plan you had before you broke up. Oh, I, that's a long time. Well, let me ask you this question. This is tricky. Is, is your boyfriend the kind of guy, you know him better than anybody. Is he the kind of guy who would 
not give the dog back? Is, would, could you see him doing that? Oh, that's really tough. I, I don't think so. It might run through his mind. Uh, but I think his parents are very reasonable and they would probably dissuade him from doing anything drastic like that. Okay, so even if he had the inkling, they would stop him, probably. They would probably stop him, hunch. yeah. And I work in the legal field, so he knows that I would immediately be oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to file a suit against you in Oregon, probably in California. Like, I yeah, will yep. not stand okay. for that, yeah. So, so I, I think this is easy. Easy and also extremely difficult. Yeah. The easy thing is the decision is obvious. You should let him have the have Zeke. For the month? Okay. I think so. Continue. No, continue. The hard part is doing it. Yeah. Are you going to be able to, like, how attached to Zeke are you? And I'm, I know I've been looking at Zeke right now. It's I like, know I'm getting I, attached I'm, to Zeke. I'm more attached when to Zeke. When he got up and, be. like, stretched, I was like, I want him yeah. to. I don't want anyone to take, I don't even want you to, li- like, let go of the Zoom call because I'm I'm worried that I'm going to have separation anxiety. Zeke is very Zeke. cute. Very I can so send cute. you pictures. You can have Zeke okay. on your phone at any time, whenever right. you want. Don't take Zeke from me. All right, so so you got the easy part is I think you should take the highest of roads possible. The hard part is is Executing. doing it. Um, and, and what could ha- it's easy for me to sit here and say, you know, just go ahead, let yeah. him have the dog for a month. It's going to be very hard, and it's going to be a lesson. I think this is almost like remember, like when you were in like elementary school, you had the egg you had to hold and keep for like a few a week or something. Like with a chick inside? No, remember? Did, do you ever do that exercise where you have to take care of an egg? For like, no, I'm jealous. Did it ever hatch? Uh, I don't think it was a real egg. I think it was it was like a fake egg. Uh, what's the point you've of never that? Done, is this something new? <laughs> that any has no one done this? Well, you never had the thing you took home and you had to take care of it, and it was like a make believe like egg. You there were, was a parenting class in high school that I didn't take, but you did have to look after one of those very real ish babies that okay. cried and All things. Right. Did well, you do that's that? even worse than the egg. <laughs> yeah, that sounds much worse. Eggs are way easier. I didn't take the class. But I know what you're talking about too. That's another version. Uh, that's probably what I'm thinking of. I don't know what Where I'm Where are you going about. with this? My point is just this is a good exercise for something in the future. This is like this will train you how to deal with a very serious situation that adults have to deal with oftentimes in life is is having this kind of functional, amicable relationship with an ex. I'm going to ask an annoying logistics question. Is there any way that conveniently that you could, the ex could have the dog for two weeks and then you get the dog for another two weeks or something like that? Like a month just seems like a long time. And it just doesn't seem fair that he gets the dog for an entire month so soon after a kind of messy breakup, frankly. I don't know. I, mean, I know I mean, it's it the high, high, long. highest of roads, but seem long. part of me is a little like... It's a long time. Is there anything that could be done about that? I mean, in dog years, that's almost a year. <laughs> uh, probably, but he was planning on leaving the first week of December, and I have a bachelorette that same week that he wanted to leave. So um, it's sort of easier for me to just even let him have the dog since I won't be mm-hmm. here for a whole weekend. And oh. I'm, I moved back in fully with my mom and she's remodeling her home. So it actually, now that I think about it, it does make a little bit more sense for him to take the there dog. You go. Perfection. Uh, there it is. Yeah. Perfection. Okay. So it's, it's just, 
the like the feeling and letting go that's going to be probably hard like letting the dog go is going to be easy like you take care of him you Mm -hmm. pick up his poop like go for it Mm -hmm. Um, it's more like the emotional attachment of course and thinking like oh like how's Zeke doing and not being able to text him or like how like is he doing like a derpy face send me a picture mm-hmm. is he chasing squirrels like i want to know what's going on with the dog that's probably going to be harder <laughs> yeah. than like letting him go for of course mm-hmm. of course yeah. and then it's also it starts to blur the lines of communication when it's mm-hmm. not just about logistics but actually here's a a video of a really cute derpy face yeah. and then you kind of bond over being yeah. parents to right. the owner of that derpy face and right. it just sort yeah. of makes it cute Oh, Anna, I I don't envy you. I agree with Andy. The hard part will be executing on this. I really hope you stick to your guns, though, and keep this strictly professional mm-hmm. around the dog, because yeah. I think it's going to help you in the long run, as tempting as it might be to sort of maintain communication in a non-logistical way. Yeah. yeah. Don't let the dog wag the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm miss I'm missing by a little bit on all of these, but they're close. You still got laughs, so you can't help it. Yeah, but I I think that he's also going to really appreciate if he's a human being. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe your boyfriend's a psycho. I have no idea. But if he's a if he's a human being, she dated him for three years. He can't. You seem like a human being, from what I gather. I definitely am. Yeah, I don't see you spending three years with a non-human being. (laughs) I have any non-human being would say they're a human being, though. I don't know if. That is anyway, very true. Yeah, but I tr- I'm going to trust you. So if you're a human being and he's a human being and you take this high road, he's going to appreciate that. That's yeah. the human response. And he's like, wow, that was really that was really nice. And that was a risk she took. And I appreciate that. And I'm going to reciprocate by doing the right thing. That's what a human being would do. I also want to insert in here that I do think that an exchange has to be had where you have ground rules for mm-hmm. this. I don't know if you've already done this maybe, but... No, we haven't really spoken uh after the breakup no like texts here and there regarding zeke yeah he's actually been texting me more than he ever did while we were in a relationship so it's kind of like i don't know if he's using the dog (laughs) as an excuse to like talk to me but it's been it's been very different okay last question by the way i'd be feel remiss if i didn't ask this do you think that he wants to get back together with you (laughs) that was my next question yeah I genuinely don't think so, at least right now, because his breakup line, he didn't say like, oh, we're breaking up. He broke up with me saying, it's not that I don't want to trust you. It's I don't think I can. Hmm. That's an interesting line. Well, he's putting it on her. Yeah. Yeah. I had to ask him. I was like, and? So what are you saying? Yeah, well, he's saying it's, are you it's not my fault. I want to trust you, but you've made it impossible for me to trust you. He's right. putting it on her. Yeah, he's, he's totally putting it on Subtle. her. It's very weak. Ugh, don't like that. But, okay. but that, that said, do you have any um, feeling that you might want to yeah. get back together do you, with him? Would you want to get back together? I do love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like he needs to understand his insecurity about money and his relationship with money and he needs to be okay with the way that I spend mine and the way that I enjoy my money but if that's something that he cannot change then I don't think 
I could go back because like I said, I can't justify all of my purchases because what, what point is it going to be where he's like questioning why I bought, I don't know, a bag of chocolate chip cookies. Like where is it going to lead? Okay. I'm, I'm just going to bring in a friend of mine. One of my very good friends has been married for longer than us actually. Hmm. But a recurring fight that she has with her husband is around this very topic mm-hmm. where she's kind of spendy. She likes nice things. She likes designer stuff. And they're married. They share finances. And, you know, she makes her own money. And just if, if I if I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. just to be clear, I believe her husband makes more money than her. Yes. So but they've he also, has way more right to question not that he yeah. not that he should but yeah. he has way more right to question anything than your boyfriend yeah but but to way be more. but to be fair you know they've been married for a while now so there have been times where she's been unemployed and he was picking mm-hmm. up the slack or he was unemployed and she supported them for a couple of years actually so yeah yeah that's true so there was you know they're in it together sure mm-hmm. is the thing and and i'm glad you mentioned that that he has more of a right to be like, actually, you know, it's about shared goals. Right. And if I felt like his judgment of how you spend money was framed in a way where it's like, I want to build a life with you, the place that I want to buy, actually, I want to buy together. Then that's a little different than it's and no. I, it, it's not about judgment. It's more like he's making a character judgment on her. Yeah. It's more about picking your battles in terms of what you spend money on. And I just say that because my friend, I think in enduring this in her relationship and having to navigate it, realized that she was spending more than she needed to. And and actually, if she thought about it longer than, you know, there was sort of an addiction to it. And there was, they had to communicate about it constantly. And she had to have her hard limits and had to come to terms with that. But again, it's a different situation because it's your own money. You're not sharing finances. But but also, I want to add to that. Okay. Like, I, I love you. Yeah. Um, to the point where, if let's just say hypothetically, I came home one day and Charlene was like, "I'm really sorry, <laughs> I I sold the apartment, <laughs> but look at this dress. I mean, this dress is unbelievable. That's a little extreme. I would <laughs> not break up with you. I would not divorce you. Yeah. I would be very angry. Yes. Oh, I would. Oh, be I'm so, so glad angry. you're going there because I was so getting. Angry. I got distracted. I was coming to a point by bringing my friend into this. I swear. And that is saying that even in their hardest fights, where it was like, "Why did you go buy another bag? You didn't need that bag. You don't need those shoes. Whatever." It was never on the table to end it over that. Mm-hmm. It was never about, I can't trust you. It's more like, what? Like, can't we come to the same conclusion that we're trying to build a life together and right. what we're trying to save this money for? And it just feels very like me against you in, in this. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I agree with you. It does come back to a character. I, I would, there's nothing I would break up with you less for than some thing like that. I would break up with you sooner for leaving like like clothes around the house. That's a that's a bigger infraction in my mind. I think you have to have a clear conversation where it's like we're this is what we're going to do with Zeke. We're going to communicate only about Zeke and in order for me to recover and heal from this cuz I'm hurting and you know this has been hard. I want you to make it clear to him that it's for self-preservation that it can't be too casual it can't be too cute it can't Mm -hmm. be like it can't bleed into other things like oh how has your week been it's for you you need to really look out for number one here 
along those lines, Anna, you should realize that this guy doesn't deserve you. If he's literally ending this relationship based solely on the fact that you spent too much money on sandals, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what are you with this guy for? That should never be a reason to end something, ever. There's no sandal on earth that is expensive enough <laughs> that you could buy Andy that should end this relationship. And it keeps going back to the sandal. The second thing I sh- think you should mention in that conversation is that it's hard for you. I want to make sure he knows that you that it's been a challenge for you to navigate giving the reins of the dog over because that in and of itself is you waving a white flag. Mm-hmm. You know, you're extending an olive branch by letting him as promised have the dog for that month as you had discussed, but he needs to know that it's not easy for you to do that because yeah. then it'll frame it in an olive branch way yes. instead of a, oh, well, this was my right kind of way. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I love how point. you keep coming back to the shoes. <laughs> no, I, I, it's for very someone important. who thinks sandals are $7, you really <laughs> keep no. coming back I to I mean, they, they, there are $7. I think they're like $2 sandals. <laughs> Um, so I'm concerned that this dog might result in you catching feelings for him again and trying to reinitiate. I'm telling you that you deserve better than a guy who's willing to end the relationship over money when you don't live together, Mm -hmm. when you don't share bills. If you live together, if you shared a mortgage, if he was putting you through school, yeah. These are things that you, then it becomes way more nuanced, mm-hmm. way more. This is not a situation where he has any right to question your spending. If he wants to make a moral, a character judgment on you, that's his prerogative. And that's be- your prerogative to say, I don't want to be with yeah. someone who's going to make a moral judgment on me based on how much I spent on sandals. And what's, what gets me about that, too, is that he's framing it as it being her fault that he can't trust her. Right. I want to trust you, but I just can't. You've made it impossible for me to trust you. He's making her sound like a drug addict. Yes. Yeah. When it's really none of his business. No. If if literally drugs, maybe, none of but... his business. <laughs> literally. None of his actual business. Anyway, I hopefully that our uh what, what would you say? our passion around this makes you feel better about the, the fact that this ended. Definitely. Yeah. Feel feel good about it. I, I the reason I'm passionate is because I'm a little worried and I feel better now. I feel reassured by your responses that you this dog might result in this relationship being improperly reignited Mm -hmm. and um i just want you to know that you can do better than this guy i also want to mention because it is fresh and i think we'd all be lying to ourselves if we assumed that it it was an an impossibility that it did become reignited if it does become reignited this is just I just want this to be, I'm just putting a little pin in this because of course, hopefully you can all move on and you move on with your life, meet someone else. But if it does become reignited, I want to make sure that it only happens in the way where he takes responsibility for having his own hangups about money and projecting them onto Mm -hmm. you, blaming it all on you when he has his own hangups about this. Mm -hmm. He has to take responsibility for that if it does become reignited. That's just my caveat to all yeah. that. And, and again, I want to make it clear. I'm not, this is not about the sandals. As in all relationships, the argument is never about the thing you're arguing about. Yeah. It's a bigger picture. It's not about the sandals. It's about his attitude towards your relationship. That's Which it. is that he th- it thinks clear. it's disposable. Yeah. Whoops. And for the, for the most unromantic reasons, like it's not that he just doesn't love you anymore, which is possible. No, I actually, which is likely. 
Yeah, I what? think he was using this, and like I said, he wanted Sorry. to end it with the upper hand. Yeah, I don't mean to. I'm not trying to be cruel here. You know, I'm just he, saying that he didn't want to be the bad guy. He didn't want to be like, I just don't love you anymore. I'm not invested in this relationship anymore. There's a reason possible. I've been dragging my feet about couples therapy. Instead, he's like, it's you. I don't trust you because of how you spend your money. Right. He wants to have that halo around his head. That is not a good trait. Oh. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I know we kept, we keep talking about the sandals no, and not I the dog. <laughs> Anna, what were you expecting us to say? You had to know this was a tough one. Oh, it, I expected you guys to be 100% honest. And you guys were. And you opened up my eyes and just reassured me that I'm better off. Good. Single for now. Yeah. I'm glad. It's sometimes nice to hear it from people who aren't too close. You know, I'm sure your girlfriends are like, oh, yeah, good riddance and all that stuff. But sometimes hearing it from an outside party is is healing. And let's be clear. You're not totally single because there is a man next to you right there (laughs) who is, by the way, no no offense to my sex, but probably better than 90 percent of the guys you're going to (laughs) meet. That's a very handsome puppy right there. Mm-hmm. In, in, I re- kind of wish that the dog was just like you had the dog before you ever met him or just something that made it more clear cut where you didn't owe him any of that. I do think the, the high road, the right thing to do is to let him yeah. co-parent the dog or continue to. Yeah. But again, the two things, have a clear conversation. If you don't feel ready to do it face to face, although face to face is always best. I think even just a text where you make it clear that all communication is going to be strictly professional about the dog and that's for your own healing. And the second thing is make sure he knows that this is difficult for you to hand over the dog because that in and of itself is the olive branch, which hopefully should clear the air a bit. It won't make it too, what's the word I'm looking for? Full of strife (laughs) or potentially full of strife. Yeah. And if it's necessary to put the dog into escrow, third party we are we are willing to accept possession of of said zeke i mean i just keep seeing that sleeping face i, I do want him this really this really sums up a dog's life perfectly it's like oh literally sleeping peacefully right next to someone who's having horrible strife yeah. about the yes, actual dog yes yeah she called into a podcast to talk about what to do about the dog yeah, and he's, he's just, just having like, he's just dreaming about squirrels yeah. running around a tree his next what snack yeah I want to be a dog. Mm, everyone mm. does. Same. Okay, Anna, really wishing you the best yeah, of luck. Yeah, and give us an update. Thank you. Yeah. I give will, us, yeah. Yeah, we want an update. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. You have been a tremendous help. Oh, oh thank you. Thanks, Thanks for being so honest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. it, it helps us. It lot. does. Oh, my God. It makes our jobs so much easier. Yeah. Okay, Anna, good luck out there. Thank you. Okay, bye. Good night. Bye. Charlene. Yes, Andy. How has your uh, butt been feeling recently? (laughs) (laughs) We're still working on our segues into ads, but suffice to say, we are now going to start talking about the Hello Tishy Bidet. Mm -hmm. If you have been living under a rock, Andy, would you like to tell the Shandies what the Hello Tishy Bidet is and does? Yes, I would. (laughs) Uh... Okay, I can do this. I can do this. Stage fright. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I just don't. Usually it's, this is you're reversing things. Yeah, I know. It's a little confusing. I'm keeping things interesting. The Hello Tushy Bidet is a bidet that affixes to your existing toilet. Yes. With no additional plumbing needed and very easy installation. It is a phenomenal piece of machinery. (laughs) 
I would like to say that, number one, I would like to say this is number one. Okay. Use 80% less toilet paper. Yes. We, and that needs to be, that needs yeah. a moment. For your wallet, for the earth, for the in, impending hoarding of toilet paper yeah, crisis yeah, that's yes. coming again. Yeah. Just, it's fantastic. Number two, it is the best and truly the only way to clean the filthiest part of your body. Do we agree? Yeah, short of having a full-blown shower. Yeah, well, you can take a shower every time you do number two. <laughs> Could you, like, it's your whole life is just shitting and showering. Okay, number three. An oft not discussed one mm -hmm. that I think needs to be emphasized yeah. is if you haven't experienced the stimulation that a, that, a, that a stiff stream of water can produce in that area, you really should get on board. I wasn't aware, but I'm aware. I'm now aware. <laughs> I'm not just saying this because we're advertising them. I actually think this is a hilarious, fantastic gift that keeps on giving. You get laughs, but it's also functional. Oh. It's the best gift. There's no, there's never been a better gift than this. Yeah. This is the best gift that humans have ever created. <laughs> you get everything you need. Value, function, and laughs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and a fourth thing. They never stop thinking about you at a very intimate time of their life. <laughs> Every time you're sitting on that throne, you're mm -hmm. thinking of the person who gave you that sweet, sweet tushy. Yep. Give the gift of a clean bum to yourself and your loved ones this holiday season and get 10% off plus free shipping when you go to hellotushy.com slash shandy. And don't forget to tag us and at hellotushy on social media so we can all celebrate your clean bum. That's hellotushy.com slash shandy for 10% off plus free shipping. Ugh. Oh, man, that one kept going back and forth. Oh, I, that was a tough one. It's tough, but the answer is easy. The answer is easy, but it's also not. It's not super easy. It's like you want you want her to get over this breakup, you know, and she said she still loves him. She had she was kind of tearing up a bit at the end there. Yeah. And. I, it's not like we know her that well. <laughs> it's just like you want her to, you want it to be as easy and fast and as painless as possible. And the thing she's calling about is the very thing that will hinder that progress. Yeah. And then you have the law involved. They adopted the dog together and he has depression. The dog probably yeah. sees them both the as equal parents. depression kind of really kicked me over the fence. I it's know. It's like a... Uh, it's like a support animal kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, she, even she, like, she didn't have the best things to say about her ex, but she was like, he really loves the dog. Like, they have a great yeah. bond, you know? I think this is one of these examples where it feels sometimes really good to do the right thing that doesn't feel like the right thing. But yeah, you know is the right yeah, thing. Yeah, you know objectively it's the right thing, but every part of you that's human is yeah. like, no, 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 right. no. Yeah. Like, you did this to me, I'm going to do this to you. Yeah. Tit for tat. I, I mean, that's the instinct. Fight the instincts, do the right thing. In the end, it'll work out. And even if the guy somehow, like, steals the dog, she's oh, got a lot of legal, legal recourse. Yeah. Big oh, time. and it seems like she's not a... She seems quite read oh, up on it, Oh, she's ready to go. Yeah, she's, she's got ready. the papers already. She just yeah. hasn't signed them yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I actually don't know if I pictured that happening. No, I think it'll be fine. I think they'll... Uh, my biggest concern about this, honestly, is that, is that they, they get, get back, back together. together. Yeah. yeah, I could tell you were really hovering on that. Yeah. I don't know why I'm less... I, I guess I don't get the sense that he... If he were willing to throw the relationship away like this He's for that reason... He's not willing to get back together. 
I think he could temporarily and like kind of hurt her in a sort of push and pull, push and pull. And that's why I'm glad we sort of talked about how what how what he did was shitty and how them getting back together would need to look in Mm -hmm. order to, you know, validate them getting back together. But yeah, I don't get the feeling, you know, he is sort of texting her more. You know, you always want what you don't have. You know, he sure. threw the relationship away. He's sure, a guy. Yeah, I mean, and part of him do. is probably like, oh, and suddenly she seems a lot shinier and newer now that yeah. I ended it. Ugh. But well, I'm not getting a strong sense that based on him having ended it over this in the first place, that he's like, oh, I miss her horribly. Yeah. Which is good for her. No, I don't want him to, to toy with her emotions. Actually, my biggest concern about the advice we gave is that her kindness might warm him up so much that he's like, oh, I made a mistake. You know, maybe maybe I should give her a second chance. And I, I don't want that to happen. But I have a feeling there's a risk there. Mm-hmm. That's honestly the risks I see. I don't think have anything to do with the risk that she worried about. Oh, interesting. My my concerns are that this relationship gets back together by the glue of this dog. Yeah. And this relationship should not be happening. I don't think. Well, I don't want to look. Normally, I'm like, it shouldn't be this hard. You know, it shouldn't. You shouldn't break up over something like this. It should never be an option. Mm-hmm. But part of me still is like, they never did go to couples therapy. Right. He, yeah. he sort of dragged his feet for that. And Which is telling. It is very telling. All I'm saying is that they never really worked on things. No. And I'm not saying that I in any way condone them getting back together, but I do think there are relationships where if they did get back together, I would be a lot more distraught than this. Yeah. That said, I still hate, I hate, hate, hate yeah. that he was clearly looking for an excuse and blamed it all on her and all that stuff. I don't think they're getting back together. I, I just, I just, I, I have a that. slight I concern, but I've, I don't think it is. But I honestly think he's, he is done because it's not a reason to break up with someone. No. It's not a good enough reason. As I said, unless you are literally the only breadwinner, you're paying their whole way in yeah, life and they're just blowing right. your money on crazy things. It's not his right. It's not his it's right. Not, and to and be it's honest, it's not the reason. It's not the reason. There are other reasons. There's no way, as I said, reason. you could mortgage the apartment and buy a nice dress. I would be <laughs> angrier than any person that's ever been be angry, but I would dress. not divorce you. Would you really not? I would almost be okay with you divorcing You would not me. respect me anymore if I, I mean, didn't divorce you. I mean, that is such an irresponsible thing to do. <laughs> I mean, it would have to be an amazing dress. And it would have to have good resale value. I, I'd have to get at least <laughs> half the apartment value back on the resale value. I'm at, wow, you must really love me. Ugh, it's terrible. I'm stuck. I can't. This is love. <laughs> love is losing all that you own because your partner does something stupid and still staying with them. That's true love. The staying together part is key. It's not even a good enough reason in the scenario that I painted where you really are the breadwinner and you're paying their way yeah. and they're a little reckless with money. It's still not a good reason if the love is really strong mm-hmm. and they've got a flaw. There's a little flaw there. Yeah. They, they throw money. They, they spend but every too much money. relationship has, you know, yeah. Would you rather that or then be a meth head? I mean, you know, you take your pick. There's a lot of problems someone can have in the world. Spending a little too much money is not the worst problem. Yeah. It's, you know, everything in moderation. Exactly. I think they say. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what this was? Unsatisfying. Do you think that's too harsh? It's not on her. I'm saying that I like to have a clear, like, you do this. This is your golden answer. I disagree. I was mildly satisfied by this because (laughs) I I got slight satisfaction. Slight satisfaction? 
Because the decision, I think, is clear. You take the moral high grounds. You share yeah. the dog. Yeah. The part that, as I've said a hundred times, I'm concerned about is the rest. Yes. But, but I'm clear about the decision. Yeah. She asked a question. Do we share the dog? Yeah. Basically, that's her question. Well, and the, the answer is yes. Yes. So that's Well, but clear. the her question was also, how do I do that while still healing and that's where it gets that's messy muddy but you know we answered one or two questions yeah, yeah. well if we're not wizards <laughs> we can't eliminate her residual feelings this thing ended a week ago it's uh. like sometimes you can't solve someone's problem you yeah. know this is this is not gonna be i like i said i'm not envious of her i feel of the bad next few I, I i i kind of feel bad we we didn't give her our condolences it's a hard she's going through a a rough week it's a tough time thanksgiving oh and you just go through a breakup. I feel. I feel like I, I forgot to give her my condolences. We can do it right now because we're still rolling. We can. We can. Yes, Anna. We send our condolences. Yes, we. I. I apologize for not. Your, your camera's over here. Anna, <laughs> She's gone. I she, oh. She's not on the screen. Yeah. You can look up there, oh. or you can look over here. Oh. Hi, Anna. I, I do. I apologize. I, I know how hard it is what you're going through. And uh, it's around the holidays, never easy. Mm -hmm. So I, I forgot to mention that we both empathize greatly with, with the, uh, the pain you're going through. Yeah. Godspeed. Mm -hmm. All right, Andy. Do you feel ready to wrap there? I do. Yeah. I feel down after that one. You know what I could use? What? A little Zeke time. <laughs> emotional support. Mm -hmm. All right. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you can keep Dear Shandy in business by liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, following us on Instagram, telling your friends, leaving us Apple podcast ratings and reviews, and generally doing all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And on that note, I think that's a wrap mm -hmm. for this quasi satisfying call. Satisfying enough. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm unsatisfied. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye.